For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's up, man? Welcome back, bro. Hey, man. I'm glad to be back, Doc. This is uh, this is uh, Football Friday. Uh, you know, last week had a great time in Tampa. It was a little chilly. Uh, had a great uh, sunny day. Sun was shining. It's still chilly. Great football. Uh, great seeing my Rams play. Uh, some some of the alumni was hanging around the sideline up in the booth with me. And uh, great weekend last week, man. I apologize for not being here to, to our listeners, but I'm here now, Doc. And uh, it's Football Friday, man. You know, you know, every Friday during the during the year is when we install the red zone. So, in my imagination right now, I see Sean McVay installing that our plays for the red zone. And I also see one OBJ being super heavily involved within that. So uh, I'm anticipating a lot of one-on-one for him in the red zone this week. And uh, I'm going to predict about two touchdowns from that guy. Hey, man. That cool? I, I, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, I hope so. I hope he got two. I hope Cooper Cup got two. Shoot, I hope yeah. Cam Akers got two. I hope it's just a blowout, man. Now, you talk about installing the red zone, man. We need to install the blue zone. Uh, yellow zone, every zone, man, facing them 49ers this week, man. This is the NFC Championship game. One step away from going to the Super Bowl, the Rams with the chance to host a home game. You win, so you can go host another home game in the Super Bowl. And so far, we're facing the San Francisco 49ers. Now, let's talk about how both teams got here. The Niners got here by going on the road, beating the Packers, the top team in the NFC, the top team in the NFC. 13 to 10, and they did it like they do it, bro. Being aggressive, being physical, playing defense, 13 10. They got a walk off field goal as well. The Rams got here by beating the Bucks 30 to 27 on the road as well. The Rams got here by a walk off field goal. Now, talking about that Rams Bucks game before we go into this preview, now you were at the game, 
that's why you, you, you know, you was traveling on Monday. That's why your boy had to go ahead on and do the show. Talk about that game and that experience, man, just being there because, I mean, you've done some work against Tampa Bay in big games in the playoffs, and now you went down to Tampa Bay to watch our Rams squeak out their win against Tampa Bay, bro. Talk about that experience, man, how it was just watching them play and overcome uh, Big Bad Brady. Oh, man, you know, Doc, it was it was good, man. I think uh, it, was a, it was playoff football at its essence, man. And at the same time, I felt like the Rams came ready to play. We talked about how well of a job Coach McVay and the other coaches do as far as making the team or, or preparing the team to play these East Coast games. And, and it was no different. They came out, uh, jumped on the bucks offensively and defensively. They just couldn't do anything with one Aaron Donald, one Von Middle, Miller. They couldn't do anything with those guys. They couldn't block them. Uh, Brady, Brady was pressured all day. But, you know, all that being said, you know, we kept giving them opportunities to hang around in the football game. And we've seen that movie so many times where Tom Brady gets opportunity after opportunity. And before you know it, the score is tied. He wins the coin toss and bam, we go right. He goes right down the field and end it. So fortunately, I love the aggression of Sean McVay when things got chaotic, when it was 42 seconds left on the clock. You know, some people would say, hey, just, let's just take a knee, go to overtime and bam, you lose the game for for your non-aggressiveness, Doc. But the aggression that they showed, being able to pick up the blitzes uh, uh, when they when they they came on the last play and just being offensive-minded offense, shoot the ball down the field, two big throws down the field, man, put it to field goal range, and Mr. Gay. I know you don't like talking about t- hey, like I, I, I got you now, bro. I have I mean, to now. But all around the league, Doc, all around the league, you see these kickers. You see them turning into football players, Doc, and, and their importance and how significant they are to the to the to, to the 52, 53 man roster each and every week, Doc. It comes down to these guys. So salute to all of my kickers. Jeff Wilson was the greatest kicker I ever played with, man. Awesome, awesome game, awesome weekend of football. Man, let's go ahead. Let's jump into this 49ers talk, man. Yeah, Just, man. I'm ready, Doc. Yeah, you're talking about aggressive and physicality. Bro, we gotta do it this week, man, because look, there is no way the Los Angeles Rams can let San Francisco do what they've done to them. Now, San Francisco, everybody keeps saying, they have beaten the Rams six times in a row. Six times in a row. The last time the Rams and Niners played back on January 9th, the Rams had them up 17 to nothing. But then the San Francisco 49ers, they got their Niners on against us 27-24. They get it to overtime. They beat us. But when you look at that game, man, total yards, man, their offense performed better than ours, 449 yards. Ours... We, the Rams just had 265 yards, but the thing is, bro, they're always being aggressive. They're always being physical. The Niners ran the ball for 135 yards. We just had 64 yards. Now, Isaac, look, bro, what can we say? We can sit here and say the Rams got to match the San Francisco 49ers physicality and Sean McVay got to figure out why Kyle Shanahan knows what he's going to do before he does it. But What's up, bro? Because, look, man, we got to have this dub, bro. We've been talking this entire postseason about how, you know, it's not up to the coaches anymore. Now everything falls on the captains. The guys who are actually on the field, who are actually blooding their knuckles, who are actually getting after it. Um, guys like Aaron Donald, Von Miller, uh, the Leonard Floyds of the world, Jalen Ramsey's. These are the guys leading the meeting right now, Doc. They're, they're leading the meeting. Trust me, they've watched 
uh, the two past game films versus the 49ers that we have, that we put out there, they, they've seen that over and over this week. They hear the chatter. They hear the talk about how uh, the 49ers come in and, and bust you in the mouth and you don't respond. They, they hear that, dog. These are proud men, man. These are guys who have been in the league for a very long time, and they're looking to cut their path in this league. And by cutting your path, I mean be playing in significant football games in the postseason with an opportunity to go to Super Bowl. These guys have to lead the way. They have to lead the way. And it starts. It started today being Friday. Doc, I'll be I'll be I'll say it started Tuesday. The mentality shift, the paradigm shift that you have to have and set within your own locker room. I think the Aaron Donalds of the world are setting it, man. I think they have what it takes to get everyone else involved, everyone else on the defense from special teams to offense to realize the magnitude of the game that we're playing this Sunday. The, the personnel, the people, the opponent that we're playing this Sunday also, and push forward, man, and go through this. We have to see ourselves on the other end of this before that kickoff even starts, man. And you talk about that, man, because we talk about, you know, how big this game is and talk about the Rams got to match the 49ers physicality, man. And, you know, it's easier said than done. It's like, you know, I can go out there and say, man, I need to be a tree. I don't just automatically turn into a tree. But the Rams got to find something that they hadn't been able to find, man. We talk about these two matchups against San Francisco earlier this season. Hey, man, San Francisco, 145.5 yards rushing against our Rams defense, man. And on the other end, they they've been holding the Rams to 17 points a game. 271 yards per game. And when we, like we talk about, it's going to come down to them, them dudes in the trenches, man. The Niners offensive yeah. line and the San Francisco, I mean, the Niners offensive line and the Rams defensive line. Now, we're going to check this out because I think Trent Williams is supposed to play. But this, this is how San Francisco goes up front. They got the left tackle, Trent Williams, Isaac. He's 6'5", 320, bro. The left guard, Lakin Tomlinson. He's 6'3", 315, bro. The center, who normally the shortest one, he one of the biggest ones. He's 6'4", 311. Alex, Alex Mack is the center, 6'4", 311. Daniel Brunskill, 6'5", 300. Tom Compton, 6'6", 315. George Kittle, 6'4", 250. The fullback, Kyle Jessick, 6'1", 235. Then you got the running backs, Elijah Mitchell, 5'10", 200. Debo Samuel, who's Debo just Debo, 6'2", 215 against our defensive lineman. Aaron Donald is a beast, but he ain't really that big. Aeson Robinson is the biggest dude, but they got to be ready to ball, man. You got to figure out something to keep them dudes from pushing you out of the way like they've been doing, bro. I'll tell you what, my great, 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 80th great uncle David, he wasn't that big. He Goliath. Those guys sound like Goliath. And last yeah. time I checked, Goliath fell on his face, got his head cut off. So, um, and Doc, like I said, it's all about a mentality, man. I mean, it's all about, you know, not, not really just matching the physicality, but coming out with a level of physicality to up their physicality and make them know, bro, this is a game. This is a championship game, man. I don't have to get uh, this guy who's playing line up next to me. If I have to get him involved mentally, just to know the, the magnitude of this game, we're on the wrong end. He, we, he needs to go and I need to go. But we need to come out. And I believe we will. I believe the Rams will come out really truly and set the tone. And, uh, you know, what, what's missing is that, you know, the last game we played, we had a 17 to nothing lead on this yeah. team. You know, and, and I felt like we kind of got away from what got us that 17 point lead. Now, coming out with that same mentality, Doc, I think it happens again. And this time we were able to hold, not only hold that lead, but extend that lead. Because it's a brand of football that you play, Doc, it's particularly in the postseason. 
The running game has to be involved. The offensive line has to be involved. We have to play on the other side of the line, line of scrimmage. It's imperative that we do that, man, in order to uh, to go to the, to where we want to go. We want to keep this same locker room two weeks from now. You know what I'm saying? So whatever whatever motivates these guys this week, if it's everybody, you know, putting $100 in, got $5,300, stick it in the ceiling and say, we'll be back in two weeks, man. I heard another great team did that in, in the NBA years ago. So, hey, man, just go ahead and mimic the great ones, the ones who won championships, won these big games, and, uh, and, and let's do it, man. It's time to really push this group, this group of guys who have been assembled together via free agency, via trade, via uh, draft, and push these guys into Super Bowl, man. And we talk about normally, man, things that push people to Super Bowl is great defense. And that's why I say, man, defense travels, man, when the offense isn't always yep. clicking or ready to roll, defense travels. So great defense can push you to the Super Bowl. So not talking about on our end, because the last time we played, I mean, last time the Rams played the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo outplayed Matthew Stafford. Now, Matthew Stafford, been, hey, he's been he's been that dude. We wanted him to do these first two playoff games. This is really when you make your money, man. NFC Championship games, Super Bowl. I'm expecting Matthew Stafford to have a – I'm expecting him to have a great game because I think we're dealing with a Matthew – well, you know, we, we might be dealing with the same Matthew Stafford when he was in Detroit, but he just has better players. But just talking about the key players on the squad, ours, of course, is that offensive line, Cam Makers, man. And, and, and let me salute to Sean McVay, bro, because a lot of times when, when – because Cam Makers had a little tough game the last game against Tampa Bay because he fumbled twice. And that fumble on the, on the goal line, when I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel you, bro. But Sean McVay stuck with him. He didn't turn his back. <laughs> what are you, you looking like that for? Ice? He stuck with him. I mean, that was tough, man. But Sean, for Sean to stick with Cam like that, that says a lot, and it means a lot to a player because I'm pretty sure Cam was like, man, and he probably didn't pull me out of this joint. I didn't fumble twice in the game like this. Well, well truly, I, I think Cam Akers got the message. I mean, you know, you, you most times you you know you're in an effort, you're always in an area where you can self-correct. Uh, particularly, you don't want to be in that situation. But Cam, Cam Akers, absolutely, Sean McVay deserves a lot of credit for. Uh, you know, sticking with Cam Akers. I mean, he, he's, he's a guy who tore his Achilles in June and fought his way all the way back to play these last three football games for the Los Angeles Rams and then just having an impact that he has, man. I mean, he's been, we've been riding him a little bit. So um, I felt like, you know, just him going into this game, fumbling the football two times, but still sticking with this, that's, that does something for his confidence as well, Doc. So I'm expecting a big game from him. I'm expecting a, a, a lot more, uh, uh, of what we seen probably two weeks ago versus uh, the 49ers the first time Cam Akers splitting him outside the perimeter, let him run some routes, particularly getting downfield and just doing a lot of different things just to mix him into the into the flow of the game. And also, let's not forget about Sony Michelle, man. He carried us all year, and you know, let's let's give him give it to him 12 times. Doc. Let him get a rhythm and see where he is as well. I mean, that's what I was about to say. I mean, it's great to have Cam back, man, because, you know, you, you shouldn't lose your job, even though he got hurt in the offseason. You shouldn't lose your job because you're in, because of an injury, especially when you're such an, a, a dynamic talent as Cam Makers, because that's what he has, what Sony Michelle doesn't have, man. He can he can break loose. He got that great, you know, that that that, uh, uh, that quick twitch, them jump cuts, you know, the vision. Sony Michelle has a vision, but I understand, bro, being a running back, Running backs can be cool and, and, and tight, but Cam comes back and Sony Michelle got to be sitting back the last game like, God dang, bro. 
I ran for 800, almost 900 yards this season. And, and you know, and I wasn't getting a rock until a little bit later on. I'm not good for more than one carry. So that can mess with your head as well, because as much as Sean McVay showing confidence in Cam, Sony got to be was on probably on the sideline. We're like, God dang, bro, give me an opportunity. But he is someone because Cam runs physical as well. But that two headed monster, bro, I think we keep busting the Niners head with them two trying to get this run game established. But even if it's not really that effective, we got to run the rock. We got to run it because that's when we play our best when we're running the ball. So we can use that play action, but you write what you said about Cam, man. I'm expecting a better game for him because he does so much, man. He can, you know, he, he blitz protect, pass protect. He can catch the rock, go out and run routes, and we know he can tote the peel. But talking about them now on yeah. the outside, bro, because we got to talk about the 49ers outside and our defense too. But Cooper Cup does with Cooper I, bro, Isaac. I'm watching the game against Tampa Bay, bro. You know who he is, man, and, and they could not stop the dude from getting open and making plays. Please explain that to me, man. Doc, I, you know what? He, he had a tremendous game, uh, some huge plays and huge moments. Um, like I said earlier uh, in the week or probably two weeks ago, you know, the postseason is really where you submit yourself into Rams lore. You know what I'm saying? So games like he just had, I mean, you, you'll remember it forever. But his ability to get open, Doc, I think it's, it's you know, it's only a couple of other guys in the league, you know, that, that can match that ability of his to get open. And not only that, I, I feel like, you know, he's so savvy. Coach McVay is so savvy as far as being able to keep him in the slot where, you know, you, eyes get lost. It's hard to double in the slot a lot more than it is on the outside. So eyes get lost sometimes in the mix. And he does a great job of, of continue to play football. He plays through the whistle. That's, I mean, that's what we're coach. Great coaches coach players to play through the whistle. So he, he, he stays alive. He keeps his, his motor going. And once he gets the ball in hand, Doc, he's faster than what a lot of people give him credit for. I think he, you know, his his, his yards after the catch is almost touching about 900. So uh, that means he, he he can run. So a lot of people defensively aren't giving him the credit as far as being faster than what he is. And I think he's stronger than what he's also bigger than what people give him credit for. So he's just another tremendous job by Cooper Cup, man. I mean, truly a guy that should get some votes for uh, MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. And talk about tremendous players, man, and tremendous jobs, man. We we got to, you know, we talk about San Francisco team, but every time I, I look, I watch them, just one player steps out, bro. One player shines. We can talk about their defense, their collective physicality as a team, their defense playing well. But that one dude, man, that goddamn Debo, man. I don't know what you do for, I don't know what you do against Debo, man. Go try to get Craig, man, to get a brick to hit him in his face. I, I don't know, bro, because, what Debo brings to their team and what he means to their team, we know everything he can do, but I had to look up what he's done versus the Rams since he got in the league, bro, in uh, 2019. He's 6-0 versus the Rams. Six games, he has almost 600 total yards, six touchdowns, 440 receiving yards, 104 rushing yards, catches TDs, run for TVs, TDs. He's even throwing a touchdown. So I don't – we haven't had an answer for Debo. No one has really had an answer for Debo because what he does playing running back, playing receiver. So it ain't like you can put Jalen Ramsey on him, man, because dude goes outside, inside. You really can't cover him because you really don't. I heard he said he plays wide back or something like that. Running back, running receiver or something. But, you know, they what position. He said wide back, wide receiver, something like that. Hey, Isaac. Hey, man. Uh, 
I don't, I, I'm kind of speechless, bro, because I don't know what you do against a Debo, man. Because trying to stop him, man, good luck, because he's going to do what he does. You just got to get your players to make more plays than what he's going to do and hopefully turn San Francisco over because Debo is just Debo, man. That dude is a special talent, man. Well, Doc, he is definitely the San Francisco 49ers, first off the bus, first out, out of the locker room guy. That's who he is. He's, he's leading the charge. He leads their physicality. He leads their brand of football that they, they that they want to play. He, he's the lead guy. So when you when you think and, and talk about San Francisco 49ers, a picture of, of uh, Debo Samuels has to come into your head because he's all of that. He, he can run the ball. He can pass the ball. He can catch the ball. He runs. He runs. He's a decent route runner. He's one of those guys that run better routes than a lot of people give him credit for. So, and Doc, I think the best quality that he has is his run after the catch. Yeah. When he gets the ball, man, it's hard for one guy to bring him down, and he won't allow that to happen. But he's fast. He's physical. He's 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 everything that the San Francisco 49ers need. So when you talk about the San Francisco 49ers coming to town, coming to SoFi Stadium. I mean, it's going to be number 19. You're going to have to go through number 19 to get to the Super Bowl. So because he's that guy, he's the, he's the first guy off the bus for them. He's that he's the first guy out of the locker room. You may hear Kodo, Kodo, Kodak Black playing in the background, but he's the guy with the big boom box leading the charge. So and he's always that guy that you got to go through. So so that's 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 the Rams job. He, he's going to be focal point number one, even before Jimmy Garoppolo, as far as slowing and stopping this offense down. Yeah, man, he's six feet two fifteen, man. So you're already big to be a receiver as well, man. Then he runs that rock. He just does. Debo, he he epitomizes what the 49ers are, man. We want to be physical. We don't get y'all. Y'all don't want to give us respect. We gonna take it. But on the other end, our big time defenders. Now is the time. We know Aaron Donald's gonna do what he does, bro. He gonna do what he does. Jalen Ramsey gonna do what he does. I'm looking at Ashawn Robinson. We need we need some dog, bro, because they're gonna try to run at you. You the biggest dude we got on the D line. You got to do your thing. Leonard Floyd, I know you pass, I know you rushed the passer well, but bro, you gotta be able to stop the run, man. And uh, uh and so you gotta get stout. Whatever you gotta do to get stout, we need you. So that front four, then those linebackers, Troy Reader, y'all gotta be about y'all business now. Because Garoppolo is Garoppolo, man. I still don't think Garoppolo ain't gonna beat you. It's just collectively, bro. He ain't trying to, he, he ain't finna throw for 500 yards and beat you. They finna beat you with that formula, that formula that we have to use. Let's run the rock, take care of the football, and let's beat some, some cats heads in. So how important is it for A'shaun, A.D., Leonard Floyd, them dudes, Greg Gaines, whoever comes in there, Troy Reader, that, that, that I say that that's six, seven in the box for the Rams. How important it is for you, Isaac, that, they play well, man, and be able to match what San Francisco trying to do because they coming right at you. Doc, it's huge. You know what? Uh, last week versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we, we as a defense, we are built to beat teams like that because they want to drop back and throw it 50 times like Tom Brady did last week. Now, versus a team like the San Francisco 49ers, we are built to have a lead versus this team and hopefully you have the mindset that we can start pass rushing. Doc, we got to scrap that plan. Once we get this big lead this week, we still have to have the mentality of we got to stop the run first because Kyle Shanahan is not going to change his tune. He's not going to get too high. He's not going to get too low. He's going to continue to do and stick to his game plan, attempting to run this football down your throat 
albeit 20, 20 to nothing, 17 to nothing, he's going he's gonna to stick to his game plan, keep turning around, handing this football off, and try to get these guys going downhill to try to wear this Ram defense out. So we have to have that mentality of that. That's what they're going to try to do. So we have to be stout in our approach. We have to really set the edge with our defensive ends, make everything come inside, and leave it up to our linebackers, readers, reader and those guys to make the plays when they're available to be made. They got to tackle well and get guys on the ground. That's the mentality, Doc. Doc, we got to have at least 13 plays tackled, tackled behind the line of scrimmage. 13 negative plays, I think, puts us in a position really to close out this game this Sunday, man. I'm with you. Von Miller, I ain't forgot about your ass. You too, man. You run, you, you rush the pass away, but hey, y'all gotta get stout, man. Big man to uh, stop this run because hey man, they coming at you, man. But hey, before we wrap it up, six games in a row. We ain't gonna need to worry about the four games that came before this season. Two games this season they beat us. We ain't gonna need to worry about the two games because they don't matter. It all comes down to Sunday. NFC championship game. San Francisco versus the Los Angeles Rams. Not only are y'all division rivals. Y'all longtime rivals. So I'm glad this is who the Rams got to try to get through to get to the Super Bowl. Because if you want a big boy, you got to overcome adversity. If you want a big boy, Isaac, you got to punch the big boy in the face. Like when y'all finally punched San Francisco in the face when y'all was, you know, good and got over that. That's what they got to do, man. And I, I'm, I'm predicting us winning this ball game, bro. When I say us, I say Rams. So, yes, I'm being objective this uh, I'm being unbiased. I'm being biased. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm picking us the Rams to win this ball game because in my head and in my heart, I'm like, there's no way they are about to let these dudes beat them seven times in a row. And this last time with the trip to the super, not only Isaac, a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, a trip to the Super Bowl in your house. Hey, bro, whatever you got to pull out of your ass, man, you better pull it out. And I think they're going to pull it out, man. Well, Doc, you know what? I'll end it with, with this story. Uh, this isn't the first time that the 49ers and the Rams have met in the NFC Championship game. It's actually the second time since I can remember, way back in 1989. And it's eerily similar to what happened this year. You know, you talked about the 49ers going on the road for two games, winning two games, on one on the East Coast versus the uh, Green Bay Packers, and then coming back to California for, uh, for an NFC Championship game. So 1989, you have the Rams. They make three East Coast trips. I believe it was Philly. And I think the, the, the last one ended up in, in New York with Flipper Anderson having a walk-off touchdown running out of the back of the end zone versus Mark Collins thrown by one Jim Ever. Now, they come back and they played the San Francisco 49ers in 1989 for the NFC Championship. I'm told this story by the great Henry Eller. They're up seven to nothing, right? And they're moving the ball down the field. So they run a flea flicker, flicker. The Rams run a flea flicker, fake it to the running back, kick it back to Jim Everett, who throws to a wide open Flipper Anderson in the middle of the field. And the great Henry Elliott tells me that Ronnie Lott comes out of nowhere, dives, knocks the ball out of the, out of the air before Flipper can get it. And Doc, it was downhill from there. They ended up losing that game. Uh, to the San Francisco 49ers, they could have stuck a huge wrench in that, in that dynasty that those guys had. But it's eerily similar, Doc, with this game being uh, played between these division foes once again, but this time at home in Southern California and the conference of SoFi Stadium. And this time, I don't think that ball gets knocked away, Doc. I think we run away with this game, man. 
14 points. Y'all, you said run away? Run, 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 okay. Run away with it. Okay. Run away with it. I like that, man. Third, like fourth that. quarter, hats and T-shirts. Fourth quarter, hats and T-shirts, Doc. Whoa, we're NFC champions on already for the game. NFC, <laughs> NFC West champions, <laughs> NFC champions. Before the game is even over. Run away like that, huh? Okay. In the fourth quarter. I got you. I like, uh, speaking of running away. T-shirts and hats. Hey, speaking of running away, uh, running away. Hey, <laughs> before we run up out of here, man. Hey, let's. Hey, I, I got to salute Big Ben Roethlisberger, man. He retirement, man, after 18 season Pittsburgh. He running away. Isaac, salute to Big Ben, man. First, first, first ballot Hall of Fame. He had a gold jacket on with you, man. Probably in five years, bro. Yeah, man. 18 years playing in the trenches, man. And I'm, I'm talking about one of the toughest competitors that we've seen play. He was hard to tackle. He was hard to get. Hard to sack and. He made some some of the clutch passes that you know this league has ever seen, particularly once at once Santonio Holmes in uh, in the Super Bowl versus the Arizona Cardinals. So um, just moments like that for Big Van, man. He's he, he's had a great career. Um, he, he's revered. He's loved by Pittsburgh Steelers nation, and I think he he's already in their Hall of Fame. So, like you said, I think in five years, maybe five six years, he'll be a Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, without doubt. And uh, just a great career. I'm glad he can walk away from the game with all this, you know, his, his mental capacities and, and his legs and everything, his limbs just working. So salute to Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he has a deep connection with our one Randy Feetner, man. He was his offensive coordinator for a very long time. So he had a great career, man. Uh, look forward to him doing some other things and, and being successful at it. No doubt. And Big Ben, we ain't finna end the show on your ass, man. We finna end it up once again, man. Our Rams, 49ers, <laughs> NFC Championship game. I'm predicting a dub. And once again, Isaac, said again. You said T-shirts and hats win? We're going to do what? T-shirts, T-shirts and hats in the fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter. That's when we get them. Run away. Run away. 14 <laughs> points. No doubt. Well, we're going to run away. That's going to do it for another excellent episode of Ramblings. With Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.